Welcome to BrainStuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, BrainStuff, it's Christian Sager. Do you want to strangle people who chew with their mouth open? Does the sound of slurping noodles drive you mad? What about chewing gum, heavy breathing, frequent sighing or chronic snoring? Does the sound of flatware dragging and clinking across a plate fill you with unending rage? If so, you might just have misophonia, and you're not alone. But what is it? There are still a lot of questions about this relatively new diagnosis, but we know that some sounds drive certain people acutely bonkers. And I am not talking about slight annoyances or just getting irritated. I'm talking about having certain sounds trigger powerful and intense feelings ranging from panic and anxiety to anger and, yes, even arousal. If ordinary irritation would be a 3 on a 1 to 10 scale, then this stuff is more of a 12. Or, if you ask someone with misophonia, a 2 million. The list of trigger sounds goes on. Plosive P's, like the sounds of pop, kiss noises, plastic bags, and even pouring water can all make misophonia sufferers furious. So, what exactly is going on here? The term misophonia means hatred of sounds, and it was made by two neuroscientists, Powell and Margaret Jasterboff. Most experts believe that misophonia is a neurological problem rather than a problem with an individual's hearing system. In 2013, Dr. Judith Krauthammer argued that the problem could be traced back to areas of the brain called the insular cortex and the anterior cingulated cortex. A dysfunctional assessment of neural signals in the brain triggers this intense discomfort. Interestingly enough, These areas are also hubs for processing anger, pain, and sensory information. There are competing views of the causes of misophonia. Age R. Moeller believes that the dysfunction is in the central nervous system, that it's hardwired in people, and is a physiological abnormality rather than an auditory disorder. Powell Jasterboff believes that people can't be born with misophonia, but that there might be a genetic factor in the mix. Currently, experts think it develops in late childhood and early adolescence and worsens over time. Misophonia is also often confused with other ailments such as OCD, phobic disorders, or hyperacusis. People with hyperacusis are overly sensitive to certain frequencies or ranges of sound. However, if you have misophonia, the volume of your trigger sound probably doesn't matter. Misophonia can develop from a range of possible factors, and patients with other audio disorders can also develop the condition. According to audiologist Miriam Westcott, tinnitus sufferers can also develop misophonia over time. Westcott argues that some causes for misophonia may include include an obsession with sounds that irritated or scared you in childhood, pointing to a possible psychological factor. So, all right, if we put all of this together, then it seems that experts agree on a few things. One, people with misophonia aren't just cranky jerks. They have no control over their reaction. Two, misophonia develops over time. And three, it may likely be caused by multiple factors. And there's a little bad news. At this point, there's no universally recognized and effective treatment for misophonia. So if 
The sound of snoring, smacking, and other mouth noises turns you into a monster. Then you'll be glad to know that research on misophonia continues as I'm speaking to you. Organizations in the United Kingdom have launched Misophonia Monday to raise awareness for this condition. Check out the BrainStuff channel on YouTube. And for more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com.